Welcome to the Stock Music Licensing Podcast, the number one resource for creating passive income selling stock music online. I'm your host, Daniel Carrizales, and I'm here to help you monetize your compositions. All right, welcome to episode 76 of the Stock Music Licensing Podcast. Thank you so much for taking the time to be here. Thank you very much for all the love and support. Thank you for hanging out here with me today, another episode of the Stock Music Licensing Podcast. Today is a very special uh, occasion, a very special uh, episode, and I guess I say this on every single episode for some reason, but hey, let's be real. Every single episode and every opportunity, every moment is a special moment if you decide to make it so. Without further ado, we're going to be talking today about selling world music on royalty-free libraries and why. Is it important to sell world music? And, and let's really uh, what, let's define what world music is, okay? You might be a, a guitar player like I am. I, my background is in rock. You might be a trailer cinematic composer. You might be a jazz musician. You might be a piano uh, freak, meaning that you, <laughs> you might be classically uh, trained in piano. And you can just play the piano like Beethoven or Mozart. Whatever it is that your background in music is, you can start writing world music and start selling more. I'm going to tell you why is it so important to be selling world music uh, tracks and why it's a good thing for you to have on your catalog world music. And I'm going to share a little bit about um, how that has increased my sales, how has that uh, helped me uh, separate myself, I guess, if you will, from the competition. And by the way, I don't believe in competition. I don't. Okay, We are unique individuals, and uh, you are an, a unique individual as well when it comes down to not only as a, as a person, but as a, as a musician, as an artist. Your music is unique, even if you want to copy somebody else. But before we get into the content of this episode, as always, this episode is brought to you by Stock Music Licensing Academy. If you would like to learn more about how to earn money selling stock music online, go to stockmusiclicensing.com, click Academy, and go and check out the Ultimate Stock Music Masterclass. Go and read all the testimonials of all the hundreds of students who have already gone through the course and seen success. Again, if you would like to learn how to monetize your compositions, go to stockmusiclicensing.com and click Academy. Now, let's dive right into the content of this episode. So I'm going to be sharing with you three reasons why you should be writing world music. Now, world music is a category, if you will, on different uh, royalty-free libraries, and it comes down to, uh, it could be Latin music, it could be uh, music from the Far East, if you will, all right? Anything that is not from the West or anything that is not popular. So it's very important to be writing music in different genres, uh, music from the Middle East, for example. There is uh, this website called Music Grid, and they are really targeting the Middle East market, if you will. And they encourage composers to have music with a Middle East uh, flavor. Even if it's corporate, you should be composing corporate music with some kind of instrument from the Middle East. I had a wonderful conversation with the CEO of Music Grid some time ago before they launched Music Grid. And we're talking about how the strategy of Music Grid is and how they 
present themselves in the in the marketplace of royalty free libraries and how uh, encouraging composers to actually not only uh, upload their music and their catalog to this uh, new uh, website or this new library, but as well uh, start making music with a Middle East flavor. And, and I invite you to go to Music Grid and listen to, to, to what's out there. You will hear all kinds of music uh, tracks in, in different styles, meaning that it could be a, a blend of hip-hop with some kind of um, Middle Eastern uh, instruments. And this is a great, great practice for us composers to just uh, get, get out of our comfort zone and start implementing new instruments into our composition and expand, really, as, as a musician, as a composer, and, and of course, uh, get more sales. But that's just an, an example of a library that is just very specific, very targeting on a very specific demographics. And the Middle East is very, very big. It's huge, okay, uh, in terms of a, of a marketplace. The same goes with uh, China. Anything in, in Asia, there is uh, V-Fine Music. There's 100 Audio. There is as well Motion Elements. So there are a few libraries that are targeting uh, certain demographics, and that's very important. Now, are you going to be composing Chinese music? Well, I don't know. You should, maybe, you know. Uh, the Chinese year is usually a big celebration, and a lot of composers compose music within that theme, and, uh, and it's a great exercise, like I said to you. Now, I want to give you here very quickly and very practical reasons why you should be doing this, okay? And it's going to be three important uh, factors of why you should be writing world music, all right? So the number one, not everyone is doing it. Not everyone is writing world music. So you have to consider this. So let's say that you write music in a, in whatever genre, okay? Maybe it's hip-hop, okay? Or maybe cinematic music. But, you know, the chances are that a lot of people are already composing and writing in these styles, and there's nothing wrong with that. Like I said, you have your own touch, so your music is unique. But, and this is a very big but, not everyone <laughs> is recording or writing, I don't know, African music, okay? Not everyone is, is making, I don't know, South American music. So this is something that you have to consider and really analyze your catalog. And if you're in the early stages by the way, if you're just starting out your music journey and you have nothing on your catalog, you still should consider this as a big possibility of writing world music. I'm coaching somebody as we speak, and he just joined Audio Jungle. The first track that got accepted on Audio Jungle on his catalog is a world music track. It's a folk Celtic music track. Excellent composition, great composition. He uh, opened his account on Audio Jungle. He uploaded a Celtic folk uh, track, and I believe it was a, a corporate track because it, it's only allowed to upload two tracks at the very beginning to Audio Jungle. And one got rejected, but the Celtic track got accepted, and that's his very first music track on Audio Jungle. And that track is amazing. It's a great, great start in Audio Jungle, to have your very first music track as a world uh, track, world music track, okay? Not everyone is composing Celtic music. And when I heard the track while I was uh, coaching this talented person, 
It needed some 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 things to be changed when it came down to the production, but the core of the track was just mind blowing. I mean, when I heard it, it just blew my mind, and I, I never expected that this person was going to compose something like that. You know, he's more of an electronic type of producer, and uh, he knows a lot about music, but he wants to specialize on electronic music, and he just sent me this track out of the blue. And I was just blown away. I said, like, well, you never told me that you can write Celtic folk music. When I heard it, it just, the first images that came to my mind was Braveheart or something like that. I don't know. I was just, it was just such a, an amazing um, music track to hear. It was so fresh and yet so well uh, produced and composed. And, uh, and, I, and I suggest that you should upload that, not only to Pond 5, but to Wally Janko. Yeah, there is a big, big chance that it could pass the review, even though you have no music on Odijanko. So that's just one example, okay? Uh, the other thing that you have to consider when writing uh, world music is that you have to see what's out there and what can you possibly bring to the table. In this case, uh, this person, this student of mine that I'm coaching, um, he has a fascination for Celtic music. So for him, it was very easy to, to actually produce this type of music. And that shined, that really showed in the track. And like I said, this music track could work in many, many situations. Reason number two why you should be writing world music is faster review process. Certain libraries, they will review your music track faster if you write in a particular genre. World music is one of those genres because it's such a rare... Uh, uh, type of music that not every composer is writing in, in those uh, genres, those styles. So, for example, Melody Loops. It's another library that when you log in, if you have an account with Melody Loops, it usually says what kind of music tracks they are in need, what's the demand, and what will pass the review even faster than if you just compose your average hip-hop or corporate track, if you will. So this is something that you have to consider. Now, Ole Jankel is different when it comes down to the review process. The same goes with Pond 5. But certain libraries like Melody Loops, they will tell you, like, listen, we're in, we're in search of this type of music tracks. We're in search of this style of music, and we really uh, encourage you to compose those music tracks because they will pass the review time faster. So when you go to Melody Loops, as soon as you log in, the first thing you need you read as a composer, it says, music we need for February and March 2021. Okay, I guess they need to update this, but nevertheless, this usually is uh, in the first uh, page where you log in into your account, and the genres goes as follow. African, Arabian, corporate, cinematic, energy, Indian, tropical, urban, western. So that, right off the bat, the very first genre that they put, obviously in this, okay, this is a, a has <laughs> been arranged in alphabetical order, but it shows you that African, Arabian music, and even Indian music is it, there, western music. Okay, so, so this is something that is encouraged by the library. This is something that the libraries are telling you to actually uh, do. And I want to tell you a quick uh, thing that, that happened uh, with one of my latest music track. I uploaded this, well, I wrote a Latin track, okay? Uh, 
on a day that I was just jamming away with my guitar, and, and I ended up with this Latin track, which is uh, really good, actually. To my surprise, I was just having a lot of fun. It was not my intention to write a Latin track, uh, even though the core progression had some type of Latin rhythm, but it was a natural evolution of this composition. It just started with a, with a flamenco guitar. But then again, flamenco is a very... Uh, I will say that it's a world <laughs> category as well. I have a few flamenco tracks myself. And I started jamming away with my flamenco guitar. And there is a difference between flamenco guitars and classical guitars, but that's for another episode. I composed this guitar track, and it became this Latin track, which, you know, I was quite pleased with it. I had a lot of fun. I did this track within four hours, roughly, and I uploaded that same day. By the evening, that track was accepted by Melody Loops right away because it's a world uh, track and it, it goes in that category. So they're more than, than happy to review that track immediately and just, you know, put it on the front page. Easy. You just record one track, upload it the same day, and then you have that track online selling. It's just a, such a wonderful thing. And you know why they review that track very fast as well? Because of well, the metadata, okay? You have to think about that. So the track, I, I named it Sunset in La Habana. When you hear the track, <laughs> you read the, the title, quite clearly it gives you an idea or evokes feelings that you are literally in South America or, in this case, you're in La Habana, in Cuba, and, and that's the emotion that I wanted to, to evoke, all right? And I wanted to be uh, very Latin. Once the track turned, turned out to be not an acoustic track anymore, but more a Latin uh, because of the creative process, I just decided to take it all the way. And that's something that I want you to consider as well. This is a good tip as well. Once you start composing your music track, the music will evolve uh, naturally. And I usually tend to advise... Uh, others to just follow that instinct of like if the music is taking you somewhere go with it okay don't force it and this track is a perfect example I never intended to write uh, a Latin music track when I first got my guitar in my in my hands that day I never intended to say hey I'm gonna have some trumpets and the trumpets became pretty much the main instrument in that music track as well with a Latin percussion but it was an, a natural evolution of the track as I'm writing it first it was the guitars and then I added some, some percussion, and then I just mess around with some samples of some trumpets. And by the way, those samples are just free that comes with logic. It's nothing special. I just uh, cut them off, like chop them off, I should say, and I added them a little bit and create my own uh, melodies. Uh, but I, I, as soon as the track turned, uh, turned out to be something different than what I expected, I embraced that and say, okay, how far can I take it? And let's just go full Latin. And hey, if it's a good idea, it's a good idea. If it's a bad idea, I'm allowed to, to, to have a bad idea. I'm not afraid to, to do a mistake. But that's number two, okay? That's what I want to focus on as well, that if you write world music, uh, you will experience faster review with certain libraries. And, uh, and that, that day, it was just such a, <laughs> a good experience to just really compose something out of the blue. It turned out to be Latin. It turned out to be in the world category. I said, like, this is a great track from my catalog. I have a few Latin tracks myself, okay? 
uh, this will work really well in my catalog across the board. And, you know, the next day uh, I uploaded it to Pond5 and I'm expecting to make sales. Okay, which brings me to reason number three, why you should be writing world music, okay, for royalty-free libraries. And reason number three is to increase your sales. So I've been checking uh, my stats uh, across the board on different libraries, and I have a few Latin tracks myself. Uh, one of my best-selling tracks is called Warm Latin Acoustic, and this track sells very well on Pond5. It sells very well on Audio Jungle as well. And I have other tracks in that category, Latin uh, Latin Lover. I can't remember the titles now of these tracks, but I have a few. And they're all very uh, folk, acoustic, uh, Latin themes. Okay, If you ever have seen uh, Narcos in Netflix, uh, that series about Pablo Escobar, in the beginning there is a track, and I can't remember the singer, uh, but it's a very good, um, uh, like, folk uh, Latin track. And I got a lot of inspiration from that type of music. I follow as well, or I listen to a lot of music in Latin America. Obviously, I, I grew up in Venezuela. So that's why I try to, to, to tap into that Latin vibe, if you will. You know, I have a salsa track as well on my, on my catalog, full-on salsa. And uh, that sells as well. Uh, I have a Latin track where it's just a Latin percussion and bass. This is like an edit, if you will. And that sells very well. So uh, Melody Loops, I'm selling a lot of music that is uh, world music, specifically from Latin America. And I have as well a track which is called Flamenco. And that does very well. Because not everybody is writing flamenco music. And it's something that I have... You know, I can I created my own hacks. I'm not a flamenco guitarist per se, but I can hack my way into that style. Flamenco playing flamenco is a really challenging uh, style of music. As a guitarist, it's really difficult. Okay, uh, it takes a lifetime to actually master that kind of technique. But I have those type of tracks on my catalog, and that has increased sales. One of my latest sales on Audio Jungle as well is a Warm Latin Acoustic. This track is really like. That's very well for me. And hence, I, uh, that day that I recorded the latest Latin track, I grabbed my, my flamenco guitar and said, I want to replicate something similar, acoustic, maybe with a Latin flavor, uh, because I know that I have evidence now. I have a, a track record. I have enough data to, to, that I have analyzed over the years to say some of, me, some of my tracks that are acoustic and they have a Latin flavor, they do very well. Okay, and specifically when it comes down to Latin America, uh, I can I can do this, and I can get away with it, and at the same time I can have my own stamp on the marketplace. So you should be doing the same thing. You should be really considering what type of music tracks can you write in the world category. What is it? What is it? Can you what is it that can, can you write? Can you write some Chinese music? Some Arabic music, African music. I mean, I, I highly recommend that you go on, on YouTube and go and search for Arabic music, for example. Search for... Uh, there's so much music out there uh, in the world category that you will be surprised at what's out there that you are not listening. I went through, through a period of, of searching for really 
you know, different styles of music and, and what's out there when it comes down to bands. Like something that is now and at the same time with uh, rock elements, with guitar elements and different instruments. So it's a really a good exercise as a composer, as a musician, and, and really to hear something different that is not just the top 40s or or the classic rock, if you're a rock guy like me. You know, for me, it really opens up my my ears when I listen to something different. And when I write something like this, uh, like a Latin track as well, it keeps, keeps me fresh. Uh, I mean, it, it's just something unbelievable. And then you realize that you can do it. And I can write Latin music uh, if I feel like it. Okay, that doesn't mean that I'm just going to write Latin music, but I'm just expanding my catalog by writing world music. And it's a lot of fun when you just get out of your way and start writing with uh, different instruments and, and play by the rules, you know, because if I'm writing Latin music, then I say, okay, trumpets uh, play a big role, Latin percussion, uh, a lot of swing. There's a lot of percussion that needs to be in place when it comes down to the rhythm. And yeah, it's, it's just a, it's a fantastic exercise. Oh, I see everything as an exercise and as a way of getting better and practicing. I don't do something and say, this is it. <laughs> I mean, what I did that day with a Latin track, it was just an exercise. And it was just me having fun. And, and I really enjoy it. And, and I think that translates into the music. And the fact that it's such a quick process to write, four hours, and it all started with a guitar course, you know, it's, it's decision-making, it's knowing what to do, and do it faster. Upload it, get review, and by the end of the day, it's already at least in one library. That's, that's a good day when it comes down to composing a music track for royalty-free libraries. You know that you've done your job. I want to inspire you to do the same, to write faster, to write in different genres, to upload the same day if possible. And hopefully by the end of the day, you can have your music as well, at least in one library that is up for sale. We live in great times to start selling our music on royalty-free libraries. Great times. When I, when I do that... Um, when I did that that day, I shared it all over my Instagram and social media because it shows you that it's possible to have an idea as a creator, created out of thin air, okay? And by the end of the day, to have it just up, you know, to receive an email like, hey, your track, Sunset in La Habana, has been approved and it's available for licensing. There's nothing better. It just shows you how quick can you get into the marketplace. Now, not every, not every library is going to review your track that fast, but just the fact that that happens with one, it's just unbelievable. It still amaze me, uh, amazes me to this day that you can create something out of thin air as a composer, as a musician, and have it the same day online. The same day it's being reviewed. It's like it's just it's there. That's it. Done deal. All right. And, and it's just another opportunity. Now, if, we, if we, I have sold or not the next day, that's none of my concern. My concern is just, just do the best job that I can possibly do and get it out there into the world. I know that my job is done there. I can go to bed and just sleep well because I did my job. I hope you can do yours as well and take inspiration from this episode. Okay? Again, let's wrap up this. So three reasons why you should be writing world music. Okay? Reason number one, not everyone is doing it. Think about that, okay? And remember the story of this fellow 
composer and student that I'm coaching as we speak. His very first track is a Celtic acoustic track that has been approved by Orijanko. That's the very first track that he has on his catalog. Reason number two, faster review. Some libraries will review your track faster and quicker and actually jump the queue if you write in a world category. And reason number three, you will increase sales by having world music in your catalog. Again, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for all the love and support. It really means the world to me. Leave a review on this podcast on iTunes. It helps this podcast being found. It helps us get to more ears, more composers and musicians that want to monetize their music by selling it on royalty-free libraries. Again, I'll see you on another episode. Thank you so much for all the love and support. Again, I love you all. As always, rock and roll, and here's to your success. Success.